G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. There can't be any peace in a relationship when two people have had an argument. They deliberately have to make peace. The same is true in our relationship with God. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond. Just fabulous to be back with you again today as we take a look at God's peace for you from a different perspective. And please do stay tuned, because in just a few minutes, I'll be telling you about the powerful prayer that could be coming your way to help you through whatever you happen to be dealing with in your life just at the moment. Have you ever had the situation where there's someone you really care about and you have a stupid argument? You know, you do something silly to hurt someone... And then there's a fight, and and the more we fight, the more entrenched our position becomes, and the harder it gets to say sorry. And then there's like a a Cold War thing happening that can go on for an hour or, or a day or sometimes much longer. You know what I'm talking about. We've all been there. Our stupid pride stops us from making peace, from saying sorry, from changing what we're doing. And all that time there's this coldness and and silence even though we really care about that other person. It's so stupid. You know what the worst thing is about that? There's no peace. There can never be peace until we set things right, until we make peace. The same is true in our relationship with God. Unless we set things right in our relationship with him, there will never be any peace. Over the last few weeks, you know, leading into Christmas and and this week again, We've been talking about peace because, I don't know about you, but I want peace in my life. And when we rebel against God, when we turn and go the other way, we declare war on him. And as long as we are having a war with God, there is not going to be any peace. So many people have turmoil in their lives. And I think, why haven't I got any peace? Jesus is God's peace plan. Jesus is that Christmas present where God comes along and says, I'm going to give you peace. But in order for us to experience that peace, a peace that goes beyond anything we can understand, we have to accept the gift. There's an old-fashioned word that you may have heard. It's repent. And it means to turn, to turn around, to get things right with God. The Apostle Peter writes it this way. He says, turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. It's interesting that both of those things are in the one verse. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. So many people's lives are in turmoil and we can try and deny it. I'm feeling unsettled so I'll go and spend some money on my credit card and buy a pair of shoes or a gadget or a toy. Wake up! There's no peace in that. Go back to that argument we were talking about just before. The only way for us to get peace into that relationship is to set things right to apologise, to reconcile, to hold each other close and to stop doing the thing that caused the argument in the first place. Our sin, our rebellion, robs us of our peace because it's an argument with God. And God comes along in the middle of that argument 
and says, Merry Christmas. Here, here's my son, Jesus, who will pay the price for your rebellion and sin. God opens the door to God to forgive us. Otherwise, we'd have to take the punishment that the law demands because God is a just God. But no, he comes along and says, I'll give you my son and he'll take the punishment. Now, will you have peace with me? So what, why don't people just go and make their peace with God? What, what holds us back? A bit like that argument I was talking about before, pride, fear, maybe that sense that if I go to God to make my peace with him, he'll ask me to be a missionary somewhere in, in whoop That's a big one. The fear of having to give up things that maybe we don't want to give up. After all, repent is a turning. Here's my experience. Firstly, God only ever asks us to give up the things that are bad for us. Dishonesty, backbiting, all that stuff. Okay, maybe those old habits die hard. But as we give them up, our lives get better. If we're always whinging about someone, we're not going to have peace. If we come to the conclusion and say, you know something, God's right. I'm not going to whinge anymore. I'm not going to complain anymore. All of a sudden we get peace. We get God's peace. And secondly, about this whole becoming a missionary, well, I have to tell you, If you had told me 12 years ago when I became a Christian that I would be away from my lucrative consulting career in the IT industry and that I would be doing what I'm doing today on a ministry salary with all the risk and everything that that entails, I'd have said, no way, Jose. I would have run a million miles. When God takes us into those places, first, he gives us a desire to do it. He puts it in our hearts. Because God is a God of peace. He changes our hearts so that we actually want to do those things. If we want to have peace, we have to pursue it. Deliberately chase after it. Stop doing evil and do good and seek out peace and pursue it. Sometimes we live in so much turmoil we've forgotten what we're missing. You ever been in the situation where you've worked hard, you've been working long hours for months, and you finally stop and go on a holiday? We come to our senses. We're sitting by a beach somewhere and we realise how the lack of balance has been ruining our lives. The same is true with the lack of peace. People get so used to turmoil and stress and upset and tension, it becomes a way of life. We've forgotten what peace is all about. We just get used to it. Can I say today, God has a plan for your life. A plan of peace, a plan of joy amidst the circumstances of life. Peace is fantastic. But we keep rebelling against God. We just don't have that peace. Turn away from evil and do good. We just have to spend 10 seconds with God. And he will tell us what that evil is in our lives so that we can seek peace and pursue it. This turn away from evil and seek peace are hand in hand. What is it in your life, this evil? What are the old habits that are dying hard? God, I confess those to you. I accept responsibility for those. I accept that they are wrong. God, I know it's a habit that's going to die hard. And I know I need the Holy Spirit to change me. While you're doing that, I'm just going to draw closer to you. And I know that you will change those things in my life. This is the good news. It's not a self-help program. I love that saying, the self-made man simply displays the horror of unskilled labour. Come on, let God change you. 
Spend time with him. Read books by people who are just oozing the love and the wisdom of God. Listen to programs like this. Spend time with God. We can go to God. We can confess and we can turn. But you know what I've discovered? As much as I try, as hard as I try, I can't change myself. The change is a fruit of my relationship with God. The more I spend time with him, the more I fall in love with him, the more I experience his goodness and his love and his grace, this fruit grows on me. It's good fruit. The good stuff comes out. And it's not my good stuff, it's God's good stuff. Without a turning away from evil, we cannot have peace. The door is open. Jesus opened that door for us. That's why he came to this planet. He opened the door to God and it's ready for you and for me to walk through. What are we waiting for? Why are we holding something back? God's plan is for peace in your life. A peace beyond all understanding. just like to remind you that if you have a prayer need, we would love to pray for you. Listen, the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. Just let that sink in. The only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. So if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, stop by online at powerfulprayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word as well. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you. And let's just see what God does, how he intervenes, how he chooses to bless you. That web address again is PowerfulPrayer.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.